Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening to one and all. This is the podcast that is always suitable for work, home, play, and families. Cole Sports! I am your man, the illustrious tour guide, Cole Johnson, and you have entered the zone called Sports on Another Level. Now, on this podcast, we're going to hit you with some headlines, of course. We're also going to touch on that taboo subject called concussions, CTE in the house. And we're going to put a subject that I think a lot of people don't want to talk about, but we're going to talk about it here under further review. But for right now, let's get to those headlines. Dateline, Foxborough. New England Patriots quarterback Tom Brady signs a contract extension to last until 2019. That, I believe, would put him at the age of 42 when the contract expires. But he is also known on record as saying, quote, I want to play until I'm 45, close quote. Well, if memory serves me correct, how you played two months ago in the AFC Championship game, if you have more games like that, my man, you won't last for long. Now, the upside to that is he's only had one debilitating injury throughout his career, and that was, of course, the, the hit below the knees in the season opener in 2008 that took him out for a year. Beyond that flashpoint, he hasn't been injured at all. So it's quite possible, but he's in his upper 30s now. He needs as much protection as humanly possible to have him last these next four years. Hopefully it'll happen for him. We shall see. Let's go down the coast a little, shall we? Dateline, Washington, D.C. From one signal caller to another, Washington NFL franchise quarterback Kirk Cousins did not come under an agreement with the front office, but the front office there decided to franchise tag him. Now, how much is the, the quarterback going to cost this team? How about $20 million? Yeah, being unsure about your product should not cost you that much money. Because I would assume that the Goran Ray form would be much lower per year if they were to resign him. I mean, take, for instance, someone like, oh, say, like a Ryan Tannehill. Right now, he's under a deal where he gets paid $16 million. I think that would be right around the price range that I believe the Washington NFL franchise is comfortable with paying him. But $20 million? That's a steep price to pay for indecision. You franchised the wrong man. But many teams, I'm looking at you, uh, Denver, franchise the wrong person, and they'll pay a pretty stiff price for doing so. Let's go back up the East Coast a little. Dateline, New York City. Carmelo Anthony. <laughs> Oh, when he does it big, he does it huge. 
Now, I would say that he is a Dolt of the Week candidate. Who knows? But after the dunk that failed, where he fall, fell flat on his butt, <laughs> after that embarrassing game that they played against the uh, Portland Trailblazers in the world's most famous arena, Madison Square Garden, Carmelo opined that a heckler got to him. And so Carmelo said that he looked up in the stands. He saw uh, the owner of the team, James Dolan, and he told the fan, hey, if you don't like the product, go to the owner. Ask for your money back. <laughs> now, see, that is what you want to sell to your fan base. That's right. If you don't like the product, go to the owner and ask for your money back. And you, you know what, Mello? 20,000 people should always line up whenever they play a home game in Madison Square Garden. Have James Dolan stand right in the front. And every one of those 20,000 season ticket holders should have the handout ready to receive their bundle each and every game so that you all can play to an empty arena. Mello, come on, man. You can't let your anger that your team circling the drain is going to frustrate you to that degree to have that type of diarrhea of the mouth. My, my father always said to me, I should think before I speak. That is the advice I will pass along to you, Mello. Dateline, Philadelphia. From one signal caller that got paid entirely too much to another. The Eagles quarterback, Sam Bradford, got a new contract worth $20 million a year himself. Now, I saw that horrendous year that the Eagles had I think many of you saw the same horrendous year. I'm not really sure what Bradford did that sold the Eagles brass, but 20 million and uh, but 20 million a year to him is too much. Uh, they would have done better to actually draft a quarterback. Not saying that they would or should have, but I really believe they would have done better if they were to have drafted one. <laughs> or go to their NFL or go to their Washington NFL franchise rival and get RG three for a lot less. Well who knows? NFC East, it's all funky. Obviously there's four teams that don't know what the heck they're doing the Eagles are just a microcosm of how horrible that division has become. On the other side of this break, we're going to put a taboo subject under further review, but immediately following the break, we're going to talk about yet another taboo subject, concussions, CTE. right back at you.
Sports for the Intelligent Sportsman. Go Sport! Exclusively on YouTube and ColeJohnsonOnline.com. Attention, all Cole Sports MVPs. Attention, all Cole Sports MVPs. This message is directed toward you. Ladies, gents, I told you that book of mine is flying off the shelves. Well, flying off the virtual shelves, that is. What book am I talking about? I'm talking about Why Your Goat Ain't Mine, the five greatest quarterbacks in NFL history. <laughs> Where do you get it, you may ask? Amazon? No. eBay? No. Bookstore? No. Barnes & Noble? No. You don't get it anywhere but on ColeJohnsonOnline.com. You heard me, ColeJohnsonOnline.com. Just go there, click on the Work With Me tab, and get in the game. That's right, ColeJohnsonOnline.com. Work With Me tab. Get in the game. It is that simple, it is that easy, and it is free for all of my Cole Sports MVPs. ColeJohnsonOnline.com. Work With Me tab. Get in the game. It's that simple. You got that book? It's right in your hands right now. Go get it. Welcome back. U.S. women's soccer darling Brandy Chastain burst onto the scene in 1999 in a way that I think most of us who were alive at the time couldn't forget when she kicked a game-winning penalty shot and she took off her shirt, got on both knees, held a jersey in her right hand, while balling up her fist in both of them, wearing nothing but shorts and a sports bra, celebrating, I guess you could say, a landmark victory for soccer and for women's soccer. Well, it was out this week that uh, she decided to donate her brain to concussion research. The uh, Massachusetts-based Concussion Legacy Foundation will upon her death receive her brain and they will of course test out treatment for CTE or chronic traumatic encephalopathy. Now this is of course a hot button topic and you're probably asking well why is a soccer player donating her brain to this study? Well that's really easy to understand. One of the premier soccer moves is to head the soccer ball. I mean, that's that's common knowledge. So it's a uh, it's been for years known that having the soccer ball travel however many miles an hour hit your head, it could jar your brain a bit. And, you know, it's it, it's horrible to hear that this is what's going to have to happen with her. 
but hopefully hopefully your brain does do wonders when it is that time and hopefully it is a long 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 time from now she said and I quote it really is about how can I help impact soccer beyond scoring a goal in 1999 in the World Cup final can I do something more to leave soccer in a better place than it was when I began this wonderful journey with this game close quote You know, I, I think about that statement, and of course I think about Brandy, and she's been a wonderful ambassador for soccer. And of course this is on the heels of a movie that the NFL was so careful, so particularly leery and scared of and on pins and needles about when this was actually going to be released earlier, uh, well, late last year, I should say, uh, the movie called Concussion that starred Will Smith. And, of course, the movie chronicled a professor, a doctor, looking into how concussions mess up football players. And it was being researched at a time when concussions just were not a subject matter that should be touched. What should be talked about. But I'm glad that here it is now, and this is a subject matter that can be touched and talked about. And I'm also glad that it is, it is also known that it could be women, too, that can be affected by CTE. Now, to be fair, Chastain doesn't know if she has ever suffered from concussions she does suspect, though, that she's had at least a couple when she played. But <laughs> here's a comment that is very common, even for football players. She said, and I quote, you just shook it off back then, close quote. How many of you have heard many, many football players, and sometimes baseball players, when they do have their heads collide with either walls or one another, and even basketball players to a degree, if they, have, if they suffer such a collision. How many times have you heard that they said, well, I had my bell rung, and definitely for boxing, uh, definitely with boxers in boxing. I just had my bell rung, I just shook it off, I just kept going. I think now it is starting to become a subject where People being told, well, you just can't shake it off. It's, it's, not, it's not like a Taylor Swift song. This is your brain, <laughs> you know. And I, I heard something recently about our brains that every other species has some type of protective coating that is much more dense than us as humans with ours. Now, people would say, well, your brain is underneath the skeletal uh, skeletal, uh, skeletal uh, bones in your head. Well, yeah, it is. But if you suffer a jolt, you will feel something shake in the head. 
So it's not as protected as people would think or people would be led to assume. Well, uh, the condition, uh, well, the Concussion Legacy Foundation, they've been involved in identifying the first case of CTE in a soccer player. They examined, they examined the brain of one Patrick Grange. And unfortunately, he died before he became 30 back in 2012. And they figured that his death was attributed to the concussion syndrome known as CTE. And another study that was published in the American Journal of Sports Medicine that same year that Mr. Grange died, it showed that football had the greatest incidence of concussions among high school athletes. Girls soccer was second. Now, more recent studies have shown that boys ice hockey and lacrosse also have high rates of concussions. Now, we do like our violence and we love our sports and we love our collisions. But I believe it's coming at a time now where we have to realize it's a price that's to be paid. To the degree that there is a player, and I forget off the top of my my head the the boy's name but he had seven scholarships to go to major programs and he was going to sign with one of them until he saw the movie concussion and after the movie it moved him to the degree that he said look i'm not going to play football for the rest of my life I'm going to forego the free ride that I'm going to get. I'm going to forego all of that. And I'm not going to play football, period. We have to understand concussions is a very serious thing. And we're having parents now wrestle with the uh, prospect of their children playing in football. I think LeBron James is famous in saying, I'm not going to have my boys play football. I'm going to direct into basketball. Not because of James playing the, the sport that he has earned his living, but because of the concussion scares that have now surfaced and reared its ugly head. And it's a concern amongst all parents. And it's unfortunately a concern amongst those who have played and those who do play and those now who will play. Hopefully we will get to the bottom of this and we can enjoy these types of sports and these athletes won't endure such a hardship of trying to recover from something that they'll never get back. When I return, I'm going to put another taboo subject upon further review.
don't forget my co-sports MVPs. Why your goat ain't mine. The five greatest quarterbacks in NFL history is here right now. And it is here for you. It is free. It is not on Amazon. It's not on eBay. It's not in Barnes & Noble. It is right in front of your eyes. Go to ColeJohnsonOnline.com. Click the Work With Me tab and get in the game. ColeJohnsonOnline.com. Work With Me tab. Get in the game. It's that simple. And in those three quick steps, you will have my book. Why Your Goat Ain't Mine, Five Greatest Quarterbacks of All Time. Go get it right now. On the next podcast, we're going to address if Peyton Manning has made his decision to retire. We're also going to award the Dole of the Week. And we're going to put a subject that is very controversial, because you know that's how we do it, upon further review. But for this podcast, we have another subject we're going to put currently upon further Review. Quote. They're trying to get in. And we've told them multiple times they need to leave. And there's five of them. And they're kind of like pounding on the doors. Break in. I'm not really sure. I didn't see any weapons, but they have cameras and they're taking pictures and I'm really not sure what they're trying to do here. Close quote. That was literature from a 911 call about an intruder looking at a gym. The intruder was Cam Chancellor. Yes, the very same number 31 cor uh, safety for the Seattle Seahawks, NFL quality. Yes, the same one that held out early, uh, earlier in the football season last year for a contract that he now currently has two years left to actually work through yes the the one and the same was he actually up to no good no no uh can the cam took to twitter and he actually said well <laughs> i had this call on me and not by one by two women You see, what was lost in the translation is that Chancellor in the offseason helps run a woman's boot camp. And obviously he was looking for bigger space and looking for better space. Because 
he was looking for a gem that he wanted to purchase. His look with uh, do-rags, I believe that's what the, one of the women said, made him look suspicious because they're, quote, they're bad news, unquote. The last time I looked at a Cam Chancellor picture, the words bad news do not even come close to describing this man. And obviously I just mentioned it with his penchant of wanting to help communities. It, it, it really does hearken to those days, and I've been there, where he actually didn't get in the store. But it harkens to the days when you do get into a store and you're browsing, you're looking at stuff and you want to see if there's something that you want. And you may not have an idea as to what you want. You may not. Then again, you might. The problem is you don't have the freedom to roam the way you'd like because there's someone who finds you to be a suspicious character. And you could be dressed to the nines. You could be dressed in a suit. <laughs> you could be dressed in a tuxedo going to your Academy Awards. Doesn't matter. You have a guy or a woman shadow you because you just simply look suspicious. You know, I, I hear a lot of people say, well, you know, sports shouldn't be about race. And if it is, it taints the sports altogether. Well, if we won't have these issues that keep coming up, because this isn't, this isn't fun to talk about, and this isn't a game for any of us. I think I can speak for many a black person when I say, or many of other non-Caucasians when I say this. We don't want to be judged by what we look like. We want to be judged by what we can do and who we are. And I don't mean black or, or, or red or brown or yellow, I mean the heart of the human being. How I think, what I say, how I dress, what I feel. Look, I've been racially profiled too, just like Chancellor. <laughs> I didn't have a car at the time, so I, I'm off off the bus and I'm walking home. I get pulled over by, well, I get stopped by a police officer that pulls to the side. And he asks for my information. I willingly give it to him. and He says that I, I fit the description of a person who is doing snatch and grabs. 
So I pointed to where I live. I was like, well, I, I live across the street, and here's where my apartment is right there. So I could tell you I'm not, not stealing anything. I just came home from work. <laughs> so after about 15 minutes of the police officer getting in his squad car and calling in my number and checking to see if I have any warrants on me, he gives me back my stuff and he sends me on my way. Or so I thought. So I'm going into a convenience store to get a burger. Not 20 seconds into my, in, my getting in the store, the officer follows me in the store and he says, I want to check your ID again. The owner, thankfully, chased him away from his store because the owner could vouch for my character. Because by that time, we knew each other for, I'd say, three months maybe. And mind you, the owner of the store if I'm not mistaken he was I believe he was Pakistani so it, it goes to show that you should not paint everybody with the same broad brush of your poison these women Unfortunately, did this with uh, Chancellor. And I'm sure some of you would say, well, he shouldn't have dressed in a do-rag. He should have dressed in different ways. He should have announced himself. He probably did. He probably did. But these ladies assumed that, this, <laughs> that he was a criminal and not someone to actually shop for something of quality. Unfortunately, all I got to say about that is shame on them. If you happen to like this podcast, why don't you follow me on Twitter at Cole underscore sports. That's sports with a Z. You can also follow me on Facebook. That's Cole Sports. Again, sports with a Z. You can also follow me on YouTube. And if you're looking at me on YouTube, check the description box below and click on any of the aforementioned tabs or links that I just mentioned. Then like, subscribe, share, but most importantly, enjoy. For the Intelligent Sportsman, I'm Cole Johnson, and this is Oh, Spawn!